Do not adjust your settings. Take your hands off the keys. Your search is over. These are the geeks you're looking for. You found... Geek Watch 1. Hey, Geeksters, I'm Kylan. And I'm Ken. And I'm wild out like Jack Tripper. <laughs> wow, that's an old reference. Not even a good one. <laughs> Yo, Jack Tripper. I did, Jack wait, Tripper. Wait, wait. With the way cancel culture and everything is now, I could I could imagine going back to watch that show now. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> get, yeah. I'll bet no, you that one did no. not age well. <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with cancel culture. It's just the fact that most of what they said was just wrong. Well, yeah. But I'm just saying the way people react to things now, so to the extreme on it, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, but that's not cancel culture. Uh, but yeah, that, that <laughs> show probably you know, did not age well. Correct. Well, no, um, Jack pretending he's gay to live with women, that's already wrong even for when it was on. I never, well, caught, yeah. I never caught, picked up on that. Yeah, but that's... I mean, that's how he hit it from the Ropers. That's, yeah, that's why Mr. Roper let a guy live with two single women. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, they had... Yeah. They, see, they had a rule at the apartment building that that there could no, be no cohabitation between single different sexes. Right. See, I never caught so, that rule or any of that stuff in the show. I was right. just, <laughs> see, yeah. you missed a lot, apparently. I know. Yeah, that that was the reason why. And and Larry would not be allowed on the show at all. Oh yeah, day. no. Oh, Larry, no way. No. There'd be no Larry. No Larry. I say I'm thinking because um, ever since I saw Family Guy, Quagmire was I think the mod- their version of Larry. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> All right. This, this is what makes me wonder. I know this is a total aside, but you started it. This is what <laughs> makes me wonder about the reboot they're doing of King of the Hill. Because that show, like, because we watch it. Actually, we watch it now. And it's so just not right most of the time. Right. Yeah. And you've got the way, you know, conspiracy theory neighbor lives all the time. Yeah. So he's obviously supporting a certain jackass president. And um, then you've got the way Hank Hill acts over everything that he considers moderately indecent or immoral. And exactly. I don't know what they're like. I really hope they're not making it like just like the original because that'll be problematic. Unless they they do it as it makes sure that everybody knows this is a complete satire. This, you know what I mean? They have to, if they make it over the top. That doesn't matter though. Like there's there's stuff on there. Like we've watched some episodes that it's just like, wow, that's offensive. <laughs> like there's just mm-hmm. flat out offensiveness in a lot mm-hmm. of episodes. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I no know- one really wants to show about Texas these days anyway. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I see. I'm not anti Texas. I like Texas. Texas is there because of Tennessee, mind you. So that doesn't make it right. I can't be. <laughs> and plus, there's an Austin Action Fest. And, and there's then what brisket. about Peggy Hill? Uh, oh, God bless Peggy. <laughs> there's going to be problems with Peggy Hill, too. I mean, I don't know. I didn't know they are doing a reboot. Oh, yeah, they've been talking about that for a while. They're working on it. Oh, that's yeah. okay. I, I know Dawn's already seen. Kind of, did you see what the next sci-fi animated movie that's coming? That's no. coming to Paramount Plus? What? The new Beavis and Butthead movie comes out in the next month. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it, yeah. it's actually they've made it a sci-fi movie with like aliens and stuff. Well, because Beavis and Butthead need to be in they space. Have, they have to make people watch it somehow. I mean, why the hell would you watch it? 
Beavis and Butthead do space. I didn't even sit through one episode of that show. Like, I, I did. Couldn't. That was just. I saw a couple of them, it. and it was basically uh, the best parts of the show were mainly um, watching them make fun of music videos. Right. Well, I mean, we got we got King of the Hill because of Beavis and Butthead. Because yeah. yeah. Hank Hill was. That's what reminded me of it. <laughs> yeah. So. So there's something for everyone not to so. look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how you guys doing? Good. Uh, Kylan, Kylan had an adventure. Yeah, Kylan had an adventure yesterday that I'm kind of envious of because I want I've been wanting to do this, go to this show for um, a year or so since I first heard about it, and I haven't had a chance yet. Mm-hmm. So, Kylan, what'd you do yesterday? I went to I went to Ohio uh, with my with my buddy Terry, and uh, you know it was sort of a Power Rangers theme. And I, as much as I tried to deny myself collecting Power Ranger stuff, um, when they came out with the lightning collection, that, that, that was the thing that pushed me over the edge. Um, so, uh, so Terry is a fellow Power Rangers fan and he and I talk. That's his main thing though. Yeah. He's not like an all round geek. Like some of us that right. we collect bits and pieces. He's very into Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's like, he's a completionist Power Rangers. Collector. He is. He, he legit is like, I've wa- watching him, uh, like as we we're going to the booths and he would you know pick up a box. He would look at the edges. Yeah, he's like he's like a mitten box kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, so I, I saw the boxes he took home at the end of of the show when you guys left. I was like, holy yeah. crap, that's a lot of boxes. Yeah, we <laughs> I, we walked out of there with some sweet deals. Like what watching Terry operate, <laughs> um, like you know. And so the thing is, and I'm kicking myself now because I really shouldn't have done this yesterday, but I did. Was about three years ago, um, the San Diego Comic Con uh, had a uh, there was a Hasbro Lightning Collection uh, SDCC exclusive that was a Power Ranger. Uh, it was Jason Red Ranger and Gold Ranger two pack that was like fifty bucks, and I had my eye on it and I thought about getting in. They even made it uh, available for you to buy through Hasbro uh, Pulse. And I didn't do it because I didn't want to get into collecting Power Ranger stuff. But now here I am. And so just out of curiosity... <laughs> three years goes by, like, what the hell? <laughs> I, I go and I look, just out of curiosity, that thing is going for 200 bucks now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not that was... I, I could probably sold it. But anyway... I I came out like I, I had gone in and I found one really cool uh mini mates uh set. set that had uh Zach the Black Ranger and it, it was it was a cool and, set and, it was, and vehicles and vehicles and it was good it was a uh, pr- practically new it looked really good so I I bought myself that didn't even know that thing was out there uh came across the Arrow and Deathstroke two set uh uh two two set that was they were broken apart but and so the guy had that at a really good price but the characters both had everything and I just out happened to go and look at what they were if they were together and I'm kind of proud for what I paid for it <laughs> so there was that but plus you were you're not really collecting arrow stuff you I'm just not but, because they <clears throat> and, but they actually look good like. 
Arrow's face actually is nicely painted. Yeah. I'm yeah. really particular about that. Like, I don't care about the collectible value of something or whatever. Mm-hmm. It has to look good to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, this it, was it, a Stephen Amell arrow, right? Me. It looked really good. This was Stephen yeah. Amell, right? Yeah. 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 If I remember right, the, yeah. the figures they put out when the um, CW's, WB shows, um, and DC Comics shows first came out, the figures they put out with those were really good figures. Yeah. They were. They were. And, and they are. And then, so. I have one particular figure in mind that I, I wanted because I'm kind of specific when it comes to the Power Ranger stuff that I do collect. Um, mainly, it's Mighty Morphin Black Ranger uh, stuff, and that's either Zach uh, Taylor or Adam Park. So that's the kind of stuff I'm into. But I have a special place in my heart for the Gold Zeo Ranger. Uh, and I prefer the jason's zeo gold ranger but you know i pre- i knew i wouldn't find that but i and i thought after doing a one and a half time walk around i was resigned to not getting it but i found a decent looking jazz that I could add to my collection i'm like <laughs> well okay i'll just do that and it's jazz i mean but then <laughs> and it's yeah, jazz transformer collection is jazz, yes, jazz. <laughs> wait, wait, but as did the voice of jazz Scatman Carruthers. Well, <laughs> technically, in the TV series, it was Scatman Carruthers, and in the movie, it was the one that was the older brother in um, Family Matters. I don't remember his name. I can't remember his name, but anyway, <laughs> it was him. More importantly, it was Scatman Carruthers. Right. Oh, but yeah, well, go ahead. That reminds yeah, me of something so, else uh, later. So anyway, we had we had gone by this one booth that had uh, the full set of. Power Rangers in space, Psycho Rangers. And Terry stops and he looks at that and he's like, dude, I didn't know that was out there. I'm like, dude, uh, Lightning Rangers, uh, the Lightning Collection has been putting out so much stuff I didn't know. And so he had his eye on that. And I'm just like, okay, well, we'll go back and look at it. So we come back around and he goes, dude, dude. And I go, what? And he points and I see that Lightning Collection Gold Ranger. And it was, and uh, they they had one price on it, and I said, "You think I could talk him down?" He said, "Well, give it a shot." So I talked the guy down, and he said yes. I paid him cash for it, and I said, "Dude, I'm done. I, I think I, I <laughs> that's it. I'm out. <laughs> I, I'm out. I'm good." And Terry said, "You know what? I'm out too. I'm gonna buy this." And there was a couple other things that he bought from another. So I, I will say that Kylan behaved himself. I did. did. I stayed within my stayed within mine. You know, we we agreed upon stuff ahead of time, and mm-hmm. he behaved himself. I did. So <laughs> I did, and so I with all that temptation. <laughs> now here's the thing. This is the thing I will tell you guys. Anybody that wants to go to that show or a show like that, if you go in without a plan, you're, you're gonna you're, you're gonna be in trouble because there's so much out there. You're gonna find figures that you didn't even know that were produced out there, uh, and at the same time, you're gonna find yourself buying stuff that. You know, and starting collections that you just really and didn't plan on starting. Probably overpaying. Like and really that's true. To, you really need to know if, if I mean, true collectors know ahead of time what they're going in for. They know the prices they're willing to pay. Mm-hmm. All of that. Amateurs, maybe you're just starting your collection. Maybe, maybe you just, you know, are scanning around looking for certain characters or something. Go online and get an idea ahead mm-hmm. of time. Kind right. of know, know what 
you like what you want and what you're willing to pay for it. And, right. and, and like Kylan was able to do, don't just presume that the, the price on there is, is like it's carved in stone. No. Like it just ask them if, you know, Hey, if I pay cash, will you take 10 bucks off or something? You yeah. know, you never know. I mean, cause those guys, they, 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 they don't want to come back with that. We, we know as vendors of shows, we don't want to take stuff home. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's a one day show. And especially those guys, like they have garages full of toys. Right. Okay. You know, so this is stuff that's like they're they're trying to price it to move. And plus I was lucky because Terry being such a hardcore collector, he he was sort of like my guide as far as what would be a fair price and what right. wouldn't be a fair price. That's another thing. If you take a friend who knows. Yeah. Yeah, so take a buddy. So, <laughs> it's a buddy system for cons. So I, yeah, so I, I had a good time, and I'm, I, I, I have to admit, I, I'm looking forward to October. Um, yeah, if if you're in Northeast Ohio, Northern Ohio, Western Pennsylvania, this is, is it Gerard, Ohio? Gerard, Ohio, yeah, not yeah. far from Youngstown. No, no, yeah, it's basically like a suburb of Youngstown. Yeah, yeah, happens well, like three times a year. Just look up Toy Hio, T O Y H I O. Yeah, that's one of the things yeah. that's always it. surprised me about this show: the size of this toy show. I mean, it's one of the largest toy shows in probably um, the Northeast U.S. One of the larger yes. ones for a toy collector right. show, and right. it's it, outside of Youngstown, Ohio. It's packed, yeah. dude. Dude, it is packed to the gills. Yeah, and I um. And if you if you pay a little extra, you get in an hour early. Yeah. So if you're really looking for stuff and you don't have kind of a hookup who's bringing you something, you might want to pay that little extra to get there if, if you're really desperate mm. for a certain collectible. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and something that uh, uh, some of the vendors will do, especially if you're serious and they know you're serious, you can give them your contact information. You can tell them what you're what you're looking for, mm -hmm. and if they may not they may not have it with them, they may know somebody. I mean, no. it's just it's just like your local comic shop. If you're looking for a certain book, mm -hmm. they can probably find it for right. you. Well, these guys, they have all the ins and contacts in the toy collectibles industry, I guess, mm -hmm. and and they will they will try to find it for you. Yes, like uh, there was one person. There were there were a couple of people, GI Joe people there. Mm -hmm. um, I was good. I was good. <laughs> uh, but uh, they, I, there was one person that had a lot of the original vehicles. And they were selling them separate and that sort of thing. If you wanted that, you could, you know, depending on how deeply serious you are about it, if you were just looking for things to add to your collection, you could do that. And there were also uh, people there that were selling, you know, the the, the better quality Ooh. stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, honestly, oh, and I did see the full set of uh, Defenders of the Earth. <laughs> the full and set. You, and you avoided getting it? I I looked, I saw it, and I was like, no. And I'm like, I, I for one thing, each of those were like forty bucks each. It's a five, it's a five uh, box set. That's number one. Number two, where am I going to put it? Uh, and I have well, to think. You can say like, that about anything we get, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you know, I I'm pretty much I know I'm at the the space now where I'm going to have to start putting up shelving. I know. Uh, yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, so yeah, you know, if you, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying all that to say it's a good show, and you know, ten bucks to get in an hour early is not a bad thing, and you know, and for people who are wrestling fans, 
there are usually there be there are wrestlers there signing autographs, and these wrestlers are also big toy collectors, and they're and some of these guys are willing to try and trade stuff with you as well. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, that's the one thing. If you if you want to see what the show's like, um, two of the big ones that are always at this show because they're um, regionally local is um, if you ever heard Ethan Page and Danhausen. Both, if you watch their vlogs on YouTube, um, Ethan Page has every week has a toy the toy hunt vlog, but he's at every one of these shows and he records his vlog while he's there. Mm-hmm. Danhausen will do the same thing, and whenever they're looking through toy stuff, so if you want to see what this show's about. Watch the next couple weeks to YouTube on their channels, and uh, you'll be able to actually get a good look at it. Yeah, but you mentioned so, yeah. you mentioned Flash Gordon. I was mm-hmm. in, we were at Walmart yesterday, and in the clearance right. aisle, they had um, two different of uh, the Flash Gordon. What do they call these ones? The original superheroes from NECA, the twelve, the um, big figures. They had yeah. Flash Gordon. They had Ming. I think they were like ten or fifteen bucks each. Yeah, I, well, yeah, because. Yeah, it's NECA, but still, I don't need to know that though. <laughs> yeah, well, but they were in the clearance aisle, so right. They're they're not collectible things. I mean, those no, are kids' toys. Right. No, 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 no. These were the ones that are um, more like the uh, Marvel Legends or the Black Series um, Star Wars. They were the big ones. Yeah, but they're not collectible in the sense of they've just been made in the past year. You know, oh, well. <laughs> they're not. Yeah, they're not something anyone's going to care about. Because I just looked it up, and someone has online a, a three pack of the those two and the Phantom as part of the, as part of that set too. Right. It just it, it's a company that that they have to use their rights somehow, and that's what they're doing. Yeah, they're right. putting out the toys, hoping people will buy them. It looks like they've um, if it's got those three, it's probably got um, it's probably they got the King Features license, so they got all the old yeah. pulp ones. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, I'm looking at them right now. The I mean, boxes they look, look cool. Good. They look. They gave it the weathered look to it, where it's a printed weathered look. Right there, you go. All right. So Kylan, Kylan goes to his toy show, and and I held the fort at the book posse meeting. So mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so how's the book posse doing? When we were used to do, sh- do conventions posse- and stuff, you guys had were there all the time. I know. Well, that's our our biggest problem is uh, is actually finding places to give away all the books now. Um, so I have. Most of us have not been collecting more books, even though there are library book sales on and such, because we still have so many in reserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in in general, in terms of meetings and stuff, we've, we're we're back on track and get, especially our Saturday meetings, we usually have five or six people there. Cool. And uh, we're we're planning a, a fun meeting for our next Tuesday one. We're going to go to um, Quarter Up, which is a barcade in Akron. Oh, sweet. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's my birth. It's my birthday. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um. So, uh. But yeah, we're the the thing is like with with Odd Mall being kind of scattered around now, and and right now most of them being outdoors, we're not really going to those to put to put a lot of books out and stuff. Right. So <laughs> it makes it more difficult. <laughs> yes. But uh, I the 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 stuff I've been vending at, I've been taking at least a box of books, and they've been going so. True. And I've I wait when we when we were up in in uh, in Canada a couple weeks ago, I took books with me and dropped them around places too. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to you know if you see a random book lying around, just pick it up. You never know. It's from one of us probably. Do you guys have like a stamp or something you put on the inside of the book so people know um, know about you? Um, usually I just write um, I just write the uh, main website which is bookcrossing.com because if the you can register the books there, and they get their own ID number. 
So if you end up going to the site, which, you know, completely free and all that, but if you go to the site and put in the ID number, you can see where the book came from. And if you feel like it, you can add your own entry as to where you found it and where it's going and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, yeah. You guys have had an all excited weekend. I, week, I, we didn't, I had a wrestling show yesterday, but that's about all we've had this week, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. We were coming back down from the big show last week, the big um, art show. Right, right. And Vicky just got into another art show we were talking before the show, so. Right. Now we got to ramp up. Cool. We didn't know anything about it until yesterday, or we didn't know we were in it until yesterday. And now we yeah, got, what, four funny. weeks to get it ready? Yeah, less than that. It's funny because I got, the one show I've been doing since at least 2017, I, I didn't get in. Which I think they were just, right. they're just down downsizing, which is fine. And then I get into a show that I, I did not expect to get into. So I'm like, okay, I guess right. it balances out. She thought she was done for the year already. Yeah, I thought I was. I, I was already like done for the year. Oh, I have I have a couple. I well, I have one at the end of July, and then I might be doing one in the. Is it at the fall that the zoo has one? Yeah, that I might I might put my thing in for the zoo. Cool. So I figured I that would be different. Shows. Well, they only have a couple of them occasionally, but they they look for stuff that's um like nature themed or animal themed or that kind of so i have a lot of pieces that are animal themed and stuff oh, so okay. i'm gonna see if i can get into that but i don't know i think i i try to just do indoor stuff because number one we don't have a tent and i don't feel like buying one and number two most of my stuff is resin i have some clay stuff but most of it is resin and that doesn't do well being in the heat so yeah right uh, is that <laughs> akron or is that my... cleveland uh the akron zoo yep i think we they used get to back call it to the zoo I think they used to call it their trunk show, and now it's like something holidays or whatever. I think it's October, November, or something like hmm. that. Okay. But the, the the one I'm doing at the end of July is a tattoo show because I figured, why the hell not? <laughs> <laughs> there might be ulterior motives there somewhere. <laughs> well, I mean, I already have something scheduled for the next couple of weeks anyway. Uh, but <laughs> with, with with our with our lovely friend Kim Kennedy, who's not only a performer and artist, she's a tattooer. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome so other than that what that's all that's happening what's happening locally here <clears throat> and guys right. yeah like i said if you want to check out toy toy ohio it is huge it's actually a um for i've heard of a lot of people that actually travel from the like states away to come check out this show yeah it, it's totally different than your usual like pop culture or comic-con like mm-hmm. kylan was saying like no one dresses up this is not a cosplay convention no this is no. a this is a you're going for a reason convention. Yeah. Like you have a purpose. It's all, more, yeah, almost like, a trade like, show. Right. It's it's like Black Friday shopping. You're per, you have you your know purpose. What the, you know what you're getting. That that's how somebody I'm like, you know what? They're right. It's like, like Black Friday. So there you go. Like those doors not, opened not as up. crazy, but it's like Black Friday. Well, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> well, you don't have people fighting over No, boxes. no, no. There is nobody fighting. Thank goodness, yeah. so. They're they're better behaved than toy than that than Black Friday crowd. They are. They are. That's because they're mostly geeks, and geeks usually tend exactly. to control themselves a little bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh goodness. Yeah. So anyway, that, <laughs> um, what else has been going on in the rest of the world? Um. Well, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give my my quick take on two new things that are on Netflix. The movie Spiderhead, which we mentioned as something that was coming out in June. Um. Don't don't watch it unless like you're a real Chris Hemsworth fan or something. Don't bother. Uh, that's that's my super quick take. Um, my my slightly more explanatory take is 
it's dark tech. It's it's a ma a scientist who's experimenting on criminals with mind altering drugs. It sounds kind of interesting and creepy. It's not. It's boring and predictable. Okay. And uh, especially if you're a fan of Black Mirror, it's so disappointing. Like it doesn't. <laughs> it, it it Chris Hemsworth is wasted in his role as a mad scientist. Like he actually he's like probably the only reason to watch it if you want to. Uh, Miles Teller is okay. Journey Smollett is okay. Um, but you know, they work with what they're given. I think the plot's not great and the writing's just okay. It, it, like I said, I found it boring and, and really predictable. Like, you know, who's getting taken out by the end and how it's going to happen really. Because mm -hmm. I mean, it's drug experiments. You don't have to go far to figure out what's happening at the end. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. but it's Netflix. It's not a really long movie. So, you know, if, if you want to waste a little time, then then Spiderhead is there. Um, the other thing I attempted to watch is a new series that I knew going in was YA. So it was likely I wasn't going to like it. Mm -hmm. But um, it's called First Kill. And I saw the, that that was there. I had no idea what it was. It's um, it's a vampire and vampire hunter series that basically puts make, makes the two families. It's like Romeo and Juliet. But there's a vampire family and there's a vampire hunter family. Okay. And and so the vampire hunter kind of figures out this girl is a vampire. And like each one has to have their first kill. They're teen girls. They end up at school together. The vampire hunter has to have a first kill and the vampire has to have a first kill. And the hunter figures out who the vampire is before the vampire figures out who the hunter is. Um, but the vampire ends up with a crush on the hunter. And, and, and that's when she eventually figures out she's the hunter. Um, and I got through an episode and a half. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how far I got. Um, it's, it's teen angsty. It's the, um, it's the usual teen romantic tropes. It's, um, it's not even good vampire hunting stuff. So I'm sure there will be plenty of people who love it, but really it is directed for teens. Like okay. pretty much completely. <laughs> so it's like something it's not... that would—it's something that would be normally on Freeform if it wasn't HBO. Yes, it would. If it wasn't Netflix, it would be Freeform. Um, and you know, it's—it doesn't even live up to like a Buffy standard. So, <laughs> in, mm -mm -mm. in terms of how interesting it, I'm just like, okay, this is enough. I'm not going to watch anymore. <laughs> so there you go. Like we've said first before, kill. back when the CW and um, all those were first starting, it's like, yeah, it was aimed at um, teenagers a lot of times, but there was still yeah. something in there that would hook other people, too. <laughs> right, right. This, no. I mean, it's got adults in it and stuff like that, but no. Um, and this honestly could have ended up on CW, but anyway, the, those those are my takes on a couple new things. Uh, it, it, in the news world, however, we did have a little bit going on, yeah. and uh, the one thing I want to mention, because... We, we have mentioned uh, other well-known artists and such is that this past week we lost another big artist. Uh, Tim Sale died. He was 66 years old. He was, um, you, you do know the, the comics, even if you're not hugely familiar with the name. He was an Eisner Award winner. Um, and he was behind, he was the artist behind Batman the Long Halloween, Daredevil Yellow, and so many others. He's been working in comics since 1983, worked with Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, Harris Comics, Oni Press. Um, his work has, has been uh, 
he he's worked on characters including you know big DC ones like Batman, Superman, Harley Quinn, Justice Society. Um, a lot of work he did was with Jeff Loeb as well. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a lot of his best known stuff. And uh, interestingly, what a lot of people may not know is that he and Loeb actually collaborated on TV and were a big part of the look of Heroes that was on NBC. Yes. Um, he he collaborated with an indie cartoonist by the name of Eric Powell to create the on-camera work of the uh, precognitive artist Isaac Mendez, if you remember the artwork that was yeah. in the show. Yes. That was Tim Sale had a hand in that. And um and he also actually created the font used for the series captions and transitions, which were actually a big part of the show because it was very comic like. Yes. Um but uh he uh he earned an Eisner in uh 99 for best short story for Devil's Advocate with writer Mark Wagner in Grendel, Black, White, and Red. He also got Eisner's for best graphic album reprint for Batman Long Halloween and best penciler inker for Superman for All Seasons and Grendel, Black, White, and Red. So look at, if, if, if you, if you're vaguely familiar, you should look him up, read some of his, uh, some of the, the stuff that, that he uh, did the art for. And it's fantastic art. Like he's, he is one of he he made some iconic looks like you will know the looks when you when you look him up. Right. So I just wanted to mention that loss. And actually, I'm looking here. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Um, if you I think the, one of the latest things he did, if I remember, just saw I just saw it on here. Oh, where'd it go? Eek. I'm looking up news mm-hmm. on uh, DC's website. I think he was actually part has work in the um, latest uh, Tim Drake. Uh, uh, one shot that they just put out for Pride Month. Yeah, yeah, because he was he was doing work up to fairly recently, and he got admitted to the hospital urgently, and um and basically died just just a couple days after being admitted to hospital. So it wasn't it wasn't a long term illness or anything for him. They haven't released um the nature of his death or anything yet, but it was not a long term thing. So yeah. he he yeah. has been doing a lot of work even the past year or two. Okay. Hmm. So well, yeah, man. the name is out there. Something that's kind of tangentially um, attached to this is uh, DC in the last week has finally put out the artwork for the um, George Perez tribute artwork that they did, that giant poster. Oh, right. It is beautiful. I'm try- I need to find somewhere oh, yeah. where I can actually get a poster of this. Uh, I yeah. just haven't searched enough because it is phenomenal. And it's basically everybody who's works for DC now at all has done at least one mm-hmm. character in here. And they had Dan Jurgens and someone else actually do the layout for it. Right. And right. it is right. beautiful. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic piece. Even if you just find the image online to look at, um, or go to your local comic shop, you may you may mm-hmm. luck out and see it there. Mm-hmm. It might might not be left anywhere at this point on the comics. Yeah. If nothing um, else, um, if you can't uh, get an actual full, uh, go to your comic shop and pick up one of this week or last week's comics, and it's pretty yeah. much the last page or second to last page they have that. It's a three page spread because the artwork is two pages. And the next page actually has a numbered listing of all the characters there and who drew it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So yeah, it's definitely worth looking at. Mm-hmm. So. so now in a complete change of pace, I just had to mention this because it's so ridiculous. Um, <laughs> That's we, our wheelhouse. We know exactly. We know a Barbie movie's coming out. We know Margot Robbie is is starring as Barbie. Well, this week we got an image of Ryan Gosling as Ken. <laughs> I'm done. So I just want everyone out there who may not have seen this image to go out and look it up. 
Now, the thing is, it threw me at first. I just saw a bit of the headshot at first, and I'm like, why is Ken blonde? Ken has brown hair. Well, if you get the full shot, you will notice this is a very particular Ken doll. So we don't know what's going on in this movie at this point. <laughs> but basically, Ryan Gosling is dressed as Earring Magic Ken. Okay. And... Anyone who may not have paid attention to Barbie dolls or may not have paid attention in, in uh, a decade or so ago when Earring Magic Ken came out, it sold out and they stopped production after a time because it became an icon in the gay community. <laughs> and, and that became a collectible for a lot of gay men, Earring Magic Ken. And the fact is there were supposed to be a matching Barbie who never came out. They never released the Barbie that was supposed to go with the Ken that would make them a couple. So Ken was on his own and he was hot Ken and he had like just a, a jean jacket vest, like ripped off arms and exposed abs. It's no doubt he was going to be appealing to a certain community. <laughs> so I just want to put it out there that we're getting a certain kind of Ken in this Barbie movie. Yeah. It comes with earrings for Ken and Barbie. Exactly. It comes with matching earrings for a Barbie that never appeared. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of the craziest tales. Just look up Earring Magic Ken as well if you want the story because there's a lot of them out there. And, of course, now with this image out, a lot of blogs have been posting those those details from the history of the doll. And Ken. But, um, it, it's a rather impressive Ryan Gosling picture. I'll give you that. But, uh, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> In other news. <laughs> moving, I, on, moving on from the toy world. <laughs> I just need LMFAO to do the entire soundtrack for that movie. That's what I need. Well, I do know that they're not using the song Barbie Girl by Aqua. I'm pretty sure they will. Because if you listen to those lyrics, it's not a song that should be used in a Barbie movie. No. I've never well. stopped them before without knowing what the lyrics meant. That's yeah, depending true. on who's I mean, writing it, especially for a movie like this, is um, a lot of times they just hey, oh, that talks about Barbie. Let's use it. <laughs> well, the thing is, Aqua never got the rights to use her name. Yeah, right. so that that's problematic for the, using that song anywhere. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they <laughs> but, had a whole lawsuit um, thing about that. Yeah, but you know, it's the the whole industry of kids bop knows about not paying attention to lyrics, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, we got a, a new trailer this past week for Westworld, which, reminder, it comes out on June 26th on HBO Max, the next season, which is season four. So you have like, uh, what, a week at 10 days or so? A week and a half? Not even a week. Uh, it's the 19th today. Yeah, not even a week. To catch up on all the seasons before you get to season four. Um, there's a lot to look forward to, and it seems to be going back to the feel of the earlier seasons, which is good because season three was kind of messed up mm -hmm. uh, when they got into the real world. And then it just didn't seem as interesting anymore. No. <laughs> um, but we do get the series debut of Academy Award winner Ariana DeBose. Uh, she recently won for West Side Story at the Oscars this past year, in case right. you didn't know. Um, okay. And we get, we get James Marsden returning as Teddy. If you watched the early seasons of Westworld and saw Teddy, he was the poor dude who basically was the the romantic interest who would always get killed off. Mm -hmm. He it's it's not a spoiler to say this. He was he was one of the um, androids that his goal his his purpose in the story was to be the romantic interest who got killed off mm -hmm. by the bad guy who stole his girl away. Mm -hmm. um, so he's back somehow. 
they, they've brought him back. I mean, androids can always come back. Right. So it'll be interesting to see if he's just going to get killed off again. But uh, so in addition to him and Jeffrey Wright coming back, because we know Jeffrey Wright has to be there. Right. Uh, returning cast members include pretty much everyone you're familiar with. Evan Rachel Wood, Dandy Newton, Ed Harris, Tessa Thompson, Luke Hemsworth, and Aaron Paul, who just showed up in the third season. Um, and in addition to DeBose, the show will also include series Newcomers, Aurora Perrineau, and Daniel Wu. So the trailer looks good. The, the trailer does seem to have more of a feel of creepy androids. Mm-hmm. The third season got away from that, so now hopefully we're getting back to creepy androids. And we're also getting different worlds because part of the trailer, it looks like a 40s gangster noir thing. Oh, fun. Okay. So that'll be in addition to all the worlds we've already seen that were part of the West world. Um, in, in other, in other violent television show news, Netflix has confirmed squid games. Season two has been officially ordered. <laughs> so avoid watching this game show that's coming out about squid game. Cause no one's going to get killed in it and just wait for season two to show up on Netflix. Yeah, right. Speaking of violent TV shows, I we did finally see the first episode of The Boys. I don't know if we're going to be able to talk about that on the show here at all. <laughs> all I got to say is party scene. I don't know if we'll be able to talk anything about that on this show. Like I mentioned last week, it's just kind of a version of the fan theory of Ant-Man and Thanos. Yeah. That's all you need to know. <laughs> don't stop, And just don't be sneeze. careful. Yeah, just be careful with your sneezes. That's all. Oh my just... god. <laughs> we have we haven't watched this week's episode, but I've heard someone shows up, so I, well, I really want. We've only to, we've to only seen season. one episode so far, but it's like, and oh I, and my I god. want to see it because it, it this show is insane in the way yeah. it's supposed to be. But still, I was trying to figure it, it out gets... if that was his boyfriend or not. No, that was just a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was a party thing. They were taking drugs, you know, things happen. I still can't believe the baggie at the end. I'm like, <laughs> how did he not die? <laughs> the OD, the OD. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, anyways, back to, back to Squid Game. Um, in honor of the official reveal of season two, uh, creator Wong Dong Hyuk uh, released a special statement about it. He said that it took 12 years to bring the first season of Squid Game to life just last year. But it took only 12 days for Squid Game to become the most popular Netflix series ever. Um, it is Netflix's most watched series as it attracted 142 million member households upon its release. Uh, more than 1.6 billion hours of the show was viewed in its first four weeks. And of course, we know it went on to win major awards at Golden Globe, Screen Actors Guild, and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So... Obviously, you have to be willing to sit through the violence, but it, it's obviously also a, a, a quality show if you can if you can handle that violence. And right. If you, if you watch The Boys, you can handle Squid Game. Right. <laughs> um. Now, now here's one here's one we can talk about a bit because uh, mostly because of casting questions. Um, Marvel Studios announced it is moving forward with a Wonder Man series for Disney Plus. Okay. Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings director Destin Daniel Cretton is attached, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine writer Andrew Guest, who also produced Hawkeye, is on board to showrun. (laughs) Nine-Nine! Now, 
for those who aren't overly familiar, um, if you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy movies, you should have a little inkling of who Wonder Man is. But um, he's, he's also known as Simon Williams. He's a stuntman and actor who becomes a celebrity when he gains superhuman powers after, in the comics anyway, Baron Zemo treats him with chemical radiation ionic energy. So this is another Zemo issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he was originally created by uh, Stan Lee, Don Heck, and Jack Kirby. So he's, he's an old school, big time character mm-hmm. that we just don't hear about now. Um, but it's interesting that, uh, that we have the director we do taking the lead on this show because it's, it would be the second West Coast hero that he's handled. So, which makes you wonder if they're working towards West Coast Avengers in some way. Right. Uh, because they're opening up the West Coast stuff. Um, it could even tie into WandaVision and bring us a return of Vision. Oh, um, okay. Because um, in the comics, Vision was based on Wonder Man. Right. Uh, so, and and if you remember, <laughs> seems like ages ago, but I, more than a year ago, uh, when we were talking WandaVision, one of the Easter eggs was a Wonder Man reference in the opening animated credits. So they did leave that little nugget there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But the other issue is who will they cast as Wonder Man? Because now there's a big fan influx saying that you know it it has to be nathan fillion yeah because if you've seen the guardians of the galaxy movies and if you know uh, about james gunn's affiliation with wonder man um nathan fillion has technically played him in those movies Mm -hmm. he's been on posters Mm -hmm. for simon williams starring in various movies that you see in the background of Guardians. Right. So technically, Nathan Fillion has already played Simon Williams, and now people want him playing Wonder Man. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, here's the thing. They, Simon Williams is canon. Mm-hmm. They would, I, I can't see them recasting that role. Personally, in my head canon, uh, you know, Nathan Fillion is Simon Williams. And if he's not, I'm going to be hurt and confused. Like we were already talking about this on Mighty Marvel Geeks, and we're like, if it's if it's not Nathan Fillion, we're going to have a problem. Well, and well, and it's especially given Marvel's penchant for keeping the same people right. most yeah. of the time. Right. <clears throat> and hey, anything, anytime we can get um, Nathan Fillion in something, it's a bonus. That's true. Right. I mean, Nathan Fillion is not a bad choice. No. No. Um, the other thing, the the only issue is how. How you present Wonder Man. Because Nathan Fillion is, is, is in his 50s already. Right. Okay. So this would be a older than average hero to bring in mm-hmm. if you cast him. Well, with the way makeup and um, and CG and stuff work now, you could make him whatever age you want and make it look you right. Can't, you can, but you don't want to have to do that for the entirety of the show. Yeah. Right. Well, so, I, like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing with his age because honestly, bringing in an older hero who's still heroing mm-hmm. would be an interesting take in general. And Wonder Man, being the type of character he is, being the stuntman and actor 
everyone knows Simon Williams has a huge ego. Yeah. It would be a different type. He's basically like the booster gold of Marvel. Yeah, he is. That, yeah, okay, when you described him, it sounded like you were starting to describe booster gold. Right, exactly. He's got the ego. He always knows what he wants to do, and he's going to do it, and he has to be center stage. Mm-hmm. And, like, Nathan Fillion just does that. Right. Like, I think, like, if you just see him in a random interview, and he, he like, oozes ego, even though that's not him. Right. Like, he's, if, well, he's not that kind of guy, but he just seems the type. Well, were you, were you at the Firefly? Yeah. Um, you remember when he called in? So, and- years ago, when we were at Dragon Con, yeah. we went to a Firefly panel that had the majority of the cast there. Um the, the main surprise was that Adam Baldwin actually showed up because he always canceled. Mm-hmm. So Adam Baldwin actually showed up, which was nice because Jane was my, always my favorite character from Firefly. But the only person missing was Nathan Fillion. Main cast was all there. Nathan Fillion was missing. He called in. Nathan Fillion knew when the panel was. And he called. Who did he call? He called Kaylee, the one who plays Kaylee. Did he, he call one person and they didn't answer? Then he called Kaylee. Oh yes, he tried. He tried to call the one who played Simon and he didn't answer. Yeah. And then the one who plays Kaylee, she answered, and and he and he asked if if the guy who played Simon was there, and she's like, and she was like looking around like, should she say yes because she didn't <laughs> want to get him in trouble? And then they put Nathan on speakerphone, and he just about took over the panel. Yeah. Being on speakerphone in front of a few hundred people. Yeah. Like. He just, <laughs> Like it was so funny, and and I think he he had to leave, and then like a couple of minutes called back. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. he called someone different when he called yeah. back. Like yeah. he kept call- He knew who was there. He kept calling different people, and then seeing if they would answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. So I, I mean, that that's just the way Nathan Fillion is. It's I think it's partly a Canadian thing. I don't know because Ryan Reynolds is the same way. <laughs> like it's just. You get yourself a Canadian actor, they're going to act they're going to be a smart ass. They're going to act like they have a big ego when you know it's mostly self-deprecating. Right. So, well, also I think a part of it is um the actors that you could tell are one of us. They're all geeks. They love what they're doing. Yes. They um you can tell by the roles they take that it's like they're they could be typecast cast, but they're choosing these roles also. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, Nathan Fillion's been in a boring casting for the past few years on the rookie so he needs to spice this up a little get back into some uh some superhero stuff yeah well uh, sometimes you take the role that pays the bills so that you can take true. the roles that have fun with oh hey i'm not putting him down for taking the role it is what it is but right. um but yeah i mean this obviously just being announced um they they don't have it all written up and everything yet and we know it was not on the various, you know, charts and images you see of the next year or two of Marvel. So we're a couple years down the line from getting this show. Um, we, the thing is, we don't know a lot of the shows already that are coming next year. Like a lot of the shows we know about, we're getting them all this year. Right. From yeah. Disney Plus. Right. So there's really only a couple things near that we're likely getting near the beginning of next year. Mm-hmm. So it, it could come as, you know, as early as late next year. Right. Um, so we'll have, we'll wait and see, but. I, I think there's there's also the fact that uh, Wonder Man ha- does have connections um, through Vision to like Kang and Agatha Harkness and stuff. So we could be waiting for you know after Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania, right? Because you know when we finally get the reveal of Kang, and then that's going to affect a lot of stuff moving forward from that, right? So we'll have to see. 
but I, I, I will say, it, it feels like that there, there's some strong moves toward Young Avengers and West Coast Avengers. There, there, even if they don't full on name them that, there are some strong moves in those directions. She Hulk. She Hulk was, was a West Coast Avenger. So, she was also in the Fantastic Four. She's been in a lot of stuff, right? And she can show up a lot of places, right? So, um, but yeah, especially the the Young Avengers. Now that we have Ms. Marvel, and we already know she's in the Marvels mm-hmm. for next year. Um, you know, you you don't like you said you don't need the names no to to have the group participate in things right. And and then we have stature coming, you know, full on coming in Quantum Mania. That gives us another right. big one. And we have Patriot. Oh, he's not Patriot yet, but we have Patriot. From when he showed up in Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then technically we got Speedy, is no Speed and Wiccan. Wiccan. But it depends if they make them real kids or not from WandaVision. You know, they, they were in Doctor Strange, but are they really real? They're in another, they're, they're in another verse. But to, but then we have America Chavez and she's from another verse. Right. So she can bring them all together. America right. Chavez bringing everyone together. Right. But anyways, moving on. And by the way, watch Ms. Marvel if you haven't yet because it's getting even better and there's going to be more mm-hmm. connections. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I I had a question on that just because I don't know Ms. Marvel is. Um, are we supposed to know this um, that boy that she likes the Kamal or whatever his name is, or Karam um, or whatever? No, unless you're really familiar with the comics. Okay. You're not supposed to know him. Um, there's, there is a, another character from the comics coming in. Who's another hero type. He, I don't know if we'll get him next episode or a couple episodes down, but, um, mm-hmm. is it red dagger? Red dagger. Name? Yeah. So that, that's an actual one that some people may have heard of. Um, but he's, he's or rather, he's, he's a, is it Pakistani? Pakistani. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know, certain realms may have heard of him, but he is coming up on the show as well. So there's going to be a lot more coming in. Well, and, my other question is what's the odds up, down, whatever of seeing Brie Larson by the end of the show, just as a cameo at the end, maybe. I, I mean, it's very high. I think um, it's high. Her, um, seeing spectrum or whatever name they decide to give her. Um, my hope is that we're going to get Kamal and Johnny from, from Eternals because, I mean, come on, they're talking Bollywood all the time now. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> the fact they were talking Bollywood, I want more name dropping of, mm-hmm. of his of his dynasty of acting. <laughs> I mean. He can just show up on a poster. That's all I need. I just it, need a poster. Yeah, because, I mean, I figured I was I was waiting for him to be mentioned. I, with so. all the Bollywood talk, I was yeah. waiting for a lot more to come out of that. But And it's not like um, he's not getting all the Disney money anyway. Exactly. Between Eternals, everything. between the Obi-Wan, between. Exactly. I loved he him was, Apparently, he I loved him He was funny. That. He's still he in it, too. Funny. So mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's still alive. <laughs> But um, I have I have one last story about casting that is kind of interesting uh, because, of course, we, we don't know what he's playing. But uh, Doctor Who has cast Neil Patrick Harris in the 60th anniversary <coughs> season. That um, That's the one thing I've been looking a little bit at the Doctor Who news coming out. There's a lot of cameos and um, named actors that we're seeing coming on for next season. Right. I mean, Way we already more than knew David usual. Tennant and Catherine Tate. Were, yeah, David Tennant and Catherine Tate were coming back. Um, and well, they all, they also have a new character, another Rose, they have a new Rose, but 
the the rumor is that maybe she's Donna's daughter. Okay. Wow. So, um, and you know that would make sense that she would name her Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, so the BBC offered no clear information on uh, on who Neil Patrick Harris might be playing. They offered a look at his character. It's been all over the place. So if you haven't seen it yet, just look it up. Um, and he's already been filming uh, the episode he's in. I don't know if he's in more than one, but most of these cameos end up in just one episode. Um, they, they, so there's been a couple pictures of him. And on filming day, he was in a tuxedo with top hat and everything. Ooh. So, uh, Wait, yeah. Could, could you imagine him as the master? No. <laughs> I, I prefer the current. I prefer the current master. Well, yeah, but um, that doesn't mean. <laughs> no, I mean it, it's a little too obvious considering his um, what is it, hammer time, right? His his doctor, whatever it was, <laughs> but um, but Russell T uh, Davies, who who we know is returning as showrunner and has everything up his sleeves, uh, all he said was who, why, what is he playing? You'll just have to wait. But I promise you, the stuff we're shooting now is off the scale. So there you go. For 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 those of us who are massive fans of Doctor Who, this is something to look forward to. What if he's playing the first Doctor? Well, I looked at the image they released, and there's a possibility they could turn him into that. But then when I saw the filming picture, no. No? Unless he's playing multiple parts within the episode. Hmm. Um, which we know can happen in Doctor yeah. Who. Um, now we're not we're not getting the the 60th anniversary season until next year. We have we have um, Jody's farewell to unfortunately look far- forward to this fall. Um, mm. So yeah, so we're not getting that season till next year. Right there, you go. Hmm. There's there's so much stuff going on with Doctor Who. And yeah, that, that's who would have thought a show that started in the early 60s would uh, have all the stuff still going, and it's still technically the same show. Yes. It is. I mean, the the main thing, literally, technically, that has uh, improved over time is the effects. They're no longer trying to make monsters out of a yard of bubble wrap. Right. Um, Although I miss that is, a little bit. <laughs> it's it's quite. But I think I think it's funny that um that one episode they had a, a few seasons ago with was it Kaboom, mm-hmm. um like the Amazon like delivery service that basically the bubble wrap exploded on you. Yeah. I'm yeah. like I, that. To me, that was a callback to the to the early days of using bubble wrap for mm-hmm. a monster. Um, but yeah, if you if you watch some of those early ones, they're kind of awesome. Like the de- the degree of of talent it took to make some of these ridiculous things scary mm-hmm. or just look like monsters. Like there's some shots where you know it's like this little animal that they've put a color filter on mm-hmm. and they've just like zoomed in on it so it looks like it's filling the entire cave and it's about to come eat someone right you know like, right. it's just ridiculous well and using like color filters and stuff reminds me of um we were watching orville's back and mm-hmm. the, the orville this past episode used a really old camera trick that it, all they did was just use it new is they actually were filmed day for night and adjusted the color Okay. You could, you could see it was obvious yeah. that it was just uh, they added a, a lot more dark and they just adjusted your color to dark and to add some blues, but it was right. all filmed dead in the daytime. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right. And that's just on streaming now, isn't it? Yeah, that's on Hulu. Yeah. The first okay. two episodes are up or three episodes? Okay. I, well, because it used to it used to be Fox, didn't yes. it? And then Fox then dropped it was and Fox. Hulu picked it up. Okay. But um, and it, it I don't know. I've always liked the show because um. Especially if you get past the first half of the first season. First half of the mm-hmm. first season, he had to make the um, Seth 
McFarlane had to make the show the network wanted. And then once he had mm-hmm. people watching right. the show, he could make adjustments to it. So it's still got some real, some dumb humor here and there, but not nearly what it was for the first half of that season. Right. 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 And actually, it, fe- it has a feel of um, if the Star Trek The Next Generation was um, had a little more comedy to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's actually kind of cool because Strange New Worlds is on Paramount Plus if you want to see the old Star Trek. And the new Star Trek is on Hulu right now. <laughs> well, because if you've gone from Fox to Hulu and then Disney bought them anyway, so it's like, we'll put it on Hulu. Now. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they can stick everything on there. But th- those are my main portions of news. So there you go. There's a lot of stuff there. There was. So. And I mean, you know, we didn't have any major new movies this week uh, to go see. Um, we We didn't have any new television, but this week... Starting on the 22nd, we have the newest season of Wellington Paranormal starting on CW. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah so... Which means I'll have our Hulu know, the next day. <laughs> there you go. And But, you know, it's going to be weekly, so that kind of sucks. Yeah. But, <laughs> but we have that. And also on the 22nd, we have the third season of Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Ah. So we're, we're going to give you guys a couple weeks before we talk about that because... Yeah. You know, we have other stuff. Well, yeah, next week we're going to be talking uh, the movies for the next quarter, which starts yes. off with the bang with Thor right uh, right off the stop at the beginning of um, next month. Right. And if you haven't bought your tickets for opening night, you're probably out of luck by this point. Oh. Um, <laughs> I bought them first thing Monday morning, when last Monday morning when they went on sale, and there was probably a third of the theater already sold. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you want to find something slightly amusing – Go to um, like one of the stars, uh, either Twitter or Instagram accounts. I know Hemsworth, ha- Chris Hemsworth has it for sure. Um, and look up the announcement video for tickets going on sale because they're- Chris Hemsworth is very concerned about the goats. Okay. Um, he wants to know why. He wants to know why Taika Waititi is so focused on goats, and Taika has no. Re- he he said there's no reason. He just likes goats. <laughs> so <laughs> and. We know because of the trailer that we have seen where a certain someone takes off another certain someone's clothes, or shall we say blasts them off, um, there is actually a warning of partial nudity before this movie. Oh. They put that warning on. <laughs> so we know that we are going to be getting Thor butt in this movie. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not going to just blur it out the whole time? If they're saying partial nudity, we're getting the butt. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, Chris Hemsworth Chris Hemsworth did not work on that body to not show it off. Right. <laughs> I think maybe he made a request. Like, if that's going to happen, I, it has to happen all the way. And he was – because, I mean, he worked out so much for this movie. His his double had a hard time keeping up with his muscular development. <laughs> like, that's how much he worked out harder than the past movies. Wow. Well, you know. So – because he had to work out I as hard in the last see. one. It so. helps that he's going to be the Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Yeah, but he's after, he's actually going to have to um, make himself a little smaller to be Hulk Hogan. Right. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Hogan was never that ripped. <laughs> but the the um I have no idea where I was going with that. I had another thing I was going to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I totally lost it. Oh yeah, they they actually said people watching the trailer where he gets his clothes ripped off they actually have the uh, the the stats on people rewinding and rewatching that l- one portion of the trailer oh my over and over again more than any other portion. 
that people watch the trailer and then rewatch just that little like three second segment yeah. over and over. So there you go. He's going to bring a lot of people to the theater just for that. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> that just cracks me up. So, I'm, just, I'm but, going to see it because it's Thor. <laughs> yeah. So that actually does wrap it up for today. We're a little bit on the light side than normal, but that's fine because we got lots of stuff coming up. Yes, mm-hmm. we do. But Geeksters, what else has been going out there? What did we totally miss? And did you go to Toy Hio? Let us know. We want to know what you found at the um, at Toy Hio if you went there. Because there's a lot of people that go to this show. Uh, or just tell us what you collect. Yeah. All of us send, collect send something. Me, hey, send me pictures. I will put them on our Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, show us your collections. The toy collections. We don't want to see other kinds of collections. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> your toy collections will, will end up on our Instagram. The, the, the PG collections. That's what we want to see. Well, <laughs> you can get a hold of us and send us all those pictures through www.geekwatch1.com. Anywhere, everywhere, all social media, we are Geekwatch1. If you put Geekwatch1 into a search bar and don't find us, let us know. Ms. Donald will take care of the problem. I've got plenty of contacts I can deal with. You can also email us, geekwatch1 at gmail.com. We are proud members of the Tangibound Network at tangiboundnetwork.com and the Weeby Geeks Podcast Collective, collective at weebygeekspc.com. And also remember to go check out our buddy Charlie Murphy at www.straydogakron.com. Wow, I almost blanked there. <laughs> for all, all your hot dog and pickle and um, festival needs for this summer, because he's got the pug fest, he's got the sausage fest, he's got the pi- the pickle fest. He's all over the place. Right. Check him out, www.straydogakron.com. But other than that, for Dawn and Kylan and Vicky and myself, just remember. No matter where you go, there you are.